Welcome to Chef's Table. I'm Jim Coleman. Food sustains, nurtures, and defines us. No matter where you're from, chances are there's a regional dish. Today, let's look at food and community. We begin with Matt and Ted. They wrote the Lee Brothers Southern Cookbook. Since they're from New York City, I wonder why they decided to sell boiled peanuts, a treat from South Carolina and Georgia. Boiled peanuts in the South are an iconic snack. They aren't just like chips. I mean, they have sort of a, a, a culture around them. And they're the kind of thing you pick up by the... They're only sold by the side of the road, as far as I can tell. Um, you pick them up on the way to the beach or on the way out to a ball game or on uh, the way to, you know, a hunting trip or something. They're very much a part of the low country and southern culture in this certain way that's hard to describe to people who aren't from there. But in any case, it just seems absurd to us that you couldn't get this very popular thing just, you know, 12 hours up I-95 in New York City. You can get anything in New York City, right? <laughs> so, Ted, did you find that there was people agreeing with you guys and there was a need for boiled well, peanuts? Actually, no. <laughs> At that time, we would walk into restaurants um, with our little sample bags of boiled peanuts. And even the southern restaurants, uh, you'd find that the management had no idea what they were. And you'd say, but you're a southern restaurant. You must know boiled peanuts. And they say, no, you know, I'm from Daytona or we don't have that. So we found out pretty quickly that we weren't going to be able to sell boiled peanuts to bars and restaurants in Manhattan. They were not going to be the new bar snack. Um, <laughs> we even printed up business cards uh, that said, you know, Lee Brothers boiled peanuts, the snack of the 90s. Yeah, we, ha we had big ambitions for boiled peanuts. Quickly um, dashed. But it, it did turn out that we had, we had friends who said, you know, if, if – if you sold them to me, for example, like friends who were expatriate Southerners, who were Southerners who moved to Upper Saddle River, New Jersey or California, and they said, you should really sell them by mail order because, you know, find the people who already know what they are, who already love them, but who, like us in New York, we couldn't get them. And, you know, we wanted to make them available. We found our market by just floating a letter to the New York Times saying boiled peanuts now available by mail order. And we got 100 calls that day from expatriate Southerners all across the country who wanted to, you know, get boiled peanuts delivered to their doorstep. And so we sort of had a business on our hands. But what's really cool is those very same people immediately started asking for other items, uh, things they couldn't get in wherever they were, like stone ground grits and cornmeal or sorghum molasses or what were some other things, Ted? Duke's mayonnaise. Yeah. Cheerwine soda, which is a cherry soda from North Carolina. So there's a whole category of, of southern pantry staples um, that are really unavailable outside the South. Let's talk a little bit about your growing up and the fact that you've probably lived more of your life in New York City than the South. So talk about how you became so, both you and Ted became so connected with it. And for those that are listening, going, well, wait, they don't sound like true southerners. <laughs> well, we... Uh, you're right. Well, our, the subtitle of our cookbook is Stories and Recipes for Southerners and Would-Be Southerners, and we consider ourselves <laughs> would-be Southerners, um, and that's because our parents are totally New Yorkers, and we were born in New York, um, but they moved us down there in 1979 when we were little, and we you know, spent our childhood and adolescence there. And um, How old were you at the time? Uh, I was 10 and Ted was 8. And, and was it hard to go from New York City to Charleston, South Carolina as a 10-year-old? Oh, man, you <laughs> I would can't think. even imagine, uh, you know, going from the Upper West Side where there pretty much aren't trees.